Hello, welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie, and I'm Elle. We are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You guarantee completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning no story will ever be short. <laughs> Hi girls, Hi, yeah. we get your bloody words out then, could I? It took about 10 goes to do an intro. Uh, we're, in the end. we're here, we're rolling, we're good to go. We are, we are. How you guys been? Alright, but I've just run my hand up my leg. I've obviously missed like one oh. patch when I've been shaving. No, you've actually got, that's, that's, um, that is, imprint that is imprint from oh, the good. cushion. Oh good, thank god, because it feels all bobbly. <laughs> It's an yeah. imprint. I can see the cushion imprint the on your leg. strip right. down the side of your leg. Oh, I hate you really do that. Annoyed. Yeah. I, I feel like I do it every show. Well, not anymore because I am a dolphin. But when I did have hair on my legs, I'd always miss a patch. Yeah. yeah. Always. Usually on my knees. Side of my yeah. knees. Yeah. Bloody knees. knobbly yeah. knees. I've got huge knees. <laughs> I do. You actually <gasps> really don't. I do. I've got. I've got. Hercules legs, oh, Jade, basically. Can't buy Birkenstocks because I have such big calves. Oh, Jade, have you seen my calves? These are footballers' calves. Oh, Literally, oh my look God. at those. At least yours is muscle. Wow. <laughs> the pair of you. Honestly. Oh, Girls. Honestly. Do you know what I watched last night? Go on. Elvis. Oh, was it good? It was oh, so Simba. good. Austin Butler's just been brought to my attention. I have no idea who you're talking um, about. He was with Vanessa Hudgens. And now he's he with is. Claudia... Nope. Jesus, what's her name? Cindy Crawford's daughter. No. Yeah, she's Hang on, daughter. what? He played Elvis. Kaya yeah, he played. Right he yeah, something like that. Um, he played Elvis. Oh. He used to be in like loads of things with like Ashley Tisdale and all that. Like he's kind yeah. of done that route of like Disney and Nickelodeon and stuff. Have right. you heard how he got the role? No. Tell so me. It's a TikTok. It's really interesting. You'd be really interested in this. I'm gonna get things wrong and butcher it, but it was something like the casting director or somebody spoke to him, had conversations, like they'd talk through the role, they'd talk through through scripts, and then they'd just go away and he wouldn't hear for ages. Then he'd call him back and then they'd do some more, go away, would never hear in between. And they did it like constantly for about a year and a bit. They were still always talking to other people, but he was like um, Austin Butler was like I just thought it would always be good to like chat about this role and I love talking to whoever it was anyway it went on for time and time again and he was like you know he basically just said it's for development like I never ever thought I was going to get the role and then out of the blue like a year and a half down the line or something ridiculous he was like you've got the job so he just oh, wow. constantly like was constantly working on it but I think he said like oh I didn't think I was going to get it because of XYZ anyway I'll try it. if I find a TikTok I'll send it to you oh I was like, yeah anything acting wise I'm like oh Jada loves send that send it over yeah. well he done an amazing job he literally he was fantastic also girls I was when I was younger, I was obsessed with Elvis. I think a lot of people were, a lot yeah. of women as well. Um, and it has literally brought on this whole, like, obsession with Elvis again, where I get so sad that I'll never get to meet him oh. and that I actually adore him, at, like, and I want to marry him. Oh, no. <laughs> that might be an issue. Oh, wow. yeah. might be an issue. I've had it before uh, with other singers. Michael Jackson's the name one. I was obsessed with Michael Jackson when I, I was little. I remember that. Yeah, you remember? I yeah. Like that <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure it's, now. Well, it's a bit different now. Obviously, I'm a grown Wrong up. gender. Uh, well, and everything. Let's yeah. not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. I was obsessed with it. But anyway, coming back to Elvis, the movie is so good. I'm obsessed with him all over again oh. and listening to his songs. And I had a piano lesson today and I've been taking songs down to the piano teacher. Oh, my piano wow. teacher, oh, bless her. Uh, Selena, oh. I've been taking um, like musical theatre stuff down just to kind of go over my repertoire. But obviously today I was like, 
I'm going to take some Elvis. Love that. What <laughs> did you take? Blue suede shoes? Oh, no. I went for oh. a bit of a slow one that I could actually probably sing to. Which was... Um, can't help fall in love with you. Oh, oh I love And I can't tell song. how how exciting it was to actually be able to play that oh. song today. And I was like, oh my, for all the years I've loved it and sung it, as anybody would sing different songs, I can play it on the piano now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yep. Love, love that. Beautiful. Maybe one day the world will throw out a situation where Austin Butler is singing to your piano playing. Can you imagine? Listen, yeah. we'll be front row. Yeah, we'll be your cheerleaders. We're manifesting. A star is born, but we'll film it in like 10 years' time because then it'll be due another reboot, right? Absolutely. Yes. We'll do that. Absolutely. Austin, if you're listening. Gaga who? Gaga who? what? Austin, if you're listening, just give us a quick bell. Yeah. I'm here, ready, waiting there with my piano skills. Side note, but we watched. Um, what is that? Tommy. I think that was, was that it. Was you me. or me? Oh, that was um, we watched. He's just not that into you. Bradley Cooper back in the day. Hang on, I need to. He's. He's just, just... not that into you. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper. I don't know anyone else. Oh, I've so seen you would know it. I can't remember you the story. You would know it. It's like the one girl who. Like, she grows up with any time she gets rejected, people will be like, you know what, he just likes you too much. And then she meets this guy who works in a bar who becomes her friend and he's, like, really honest with her and he's like, no, he's just not that into you. He's just not that into you. And then I think we actually cut it off because Tom does this thing where he goes to bed at, like, 9 o'clock at night now. So he was like, oh, we're actually ready for bed. And I was like, I've 25 fucking minutes of the film left. Oh, my God. So I've actually got some left. How, like... Harrowing is that Bradley Cooper? Um, yeah, he's a bloke. Bradley Cooper was a sensation back in the day. He still is. Still is. Still is. But you know when you see him with like short hair, and I was like, "Oh, hello! Forgot hello you. you look like that." Yeah. Oh, it's like when your boyfriend has a haircut. <laughs> no, you know when you forget what. Be- <laughs> Right, I feel like I need to explain myself right, now. Um. No, you know when like they have a haircut and they're all fresh. And yeah. then you're like, oh yeah, you actually do look amazing. Like you scrub now up your eyes. Yeah, it makes yeah. all the difference. Yeah. Or like, you know, if you've been like just like slumming it in your comfies, and then they get dressed up, and you're like, oh, oh that's like Bradley Cooper back in the Tommy day. Yeah. See, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen him in a suit, but in a shirt, absolutely. Yeah. See? It's a big yes from me. Big yes. There you go. There you go. There we go. Well, it is that time of the week again. Steve <laughs> is and he's cracking up. And he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, girls, it's that point. I've had a few sweets, haven't I? I've got a bit of a Nando's coma. Oh, right. you wait for this uh, Nando's crash. That's going to be oh, hard at the end of this episode. God. Good God. At least it's not me doing Challenge J today. Yeah, it is. I just lost it. No, I just lost it. Yeah, you did. In the last one. I thought I lost... Fuck, oh. it is me. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was going mad then. Oh, I was gaslighting you. <laughs> yes. You could have been like, yeah, it was. Oh, yes, I was absolutely convinced. I was gaslighting myself. Oh. Right, not to worry. Right. You've got this. We've, We've got, got this. this. It's going to be fine. Okay, be right. Fine. This one is a... You might actually know what this is. Jade, I am counting on you knowing what this is. Okay. What is a Jeroboam? Uh, why would I know what that was? Jeroboam? Well, I think it is something Jeroboam. acting, stage related. It's going to have to be. Or possibly pub. 
Jeroboam. 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 Can you spell it for me, please? J-E-R-O-B-O-A-M. Jeroboam. Jeroboam. I'm going with acting. Yeah, it's got to be acting based, isn't it? Jeroboam. I'm getting. I'm going with something for the voice. Jeroboam. I don't know. I ain't got a fucking clue, Stevie. <laughs> or I feel like it's an old thing because I feel like you're good with your history. You're an old girl at heart. Is that what you were going to say, really? You are, but that's you why are. we love you. <laughs> you're an old soul. You we do love it you so well. Really. Yeah. Jeroboam. All right, what my instinct would go, Jeroboam, I'm thinking something river-related. I'm thinking like like mudlarking, but a t- different type of mudlarking. Gone well off track with Stevie's No face. poker face today, Steve. <laughs> Nothing. None at all. No. Okay. Right, okay. Well, I didn't feel like you got much of a reaction from your acting one or your mudlarking thing, so... Why would you know it? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going pub-related then. I think a Jeroboam is... That was actually my was your making a Was your bow? Hard to tell between my intestinal system. It all just likes to play up at the same time, to be honest. Um, Jeroboam. Jeroboam. I think a Jeroboam is something to do with closing time in a pub. That's a really good shout. That Stevie. is a good shout, but it's wrong. It's <laughs> so a Jeroboam is a three-litre bottle of wine, also known as a double magnum. <gasps> but I knew, I knew it was pub-related. Yes. Very good. I'm See? glad you said pub-related, because otherwise I'd have been really offended. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Jade and her Jeroboam. Jade loves a Jeroboam. Jade loves a Jeroboam at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, apparently it's eight inches tall and five inches wide. Oh, wow. it's like go. my men. Like <laughs> <laughs> a Jeroboam, so I can like my men. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we're yeah. gonna get slaughtered for that sorry michael yeah. <laughs> you know what to order when i go out i now? was gonna say i want to watch someone order a jeroboam can you imagine how expensive i think they we are. should test it and say how much is a jeroboam and see how many um like bar staff or waiters know what a jeroboam tell is tell tom to ask them yeah. when they go to the thingy oh is he going to the meal he's not going oh, no he could have done it he could have been like sonny i'll have a jeroboam yeah. i'm not gonna lie do you think me- any of the players can pronounce that word it's longer than three letters so i'm not gonna mm. lie i did actually get that from nick um, well done, so Nick. shout out Nick, and um, they do actually. Jane said them. she'd be offended. How does Nick know what a Jeroboam? Does he order a Jeroboam? He's the one who handles all the, the alcohol oh, coming in, so he's like, got a word for you. So Brilliant. I know that they do have them at Jeroboam. Yeah, they do have them. So I will ask him how much they are. Yeah, yeah. Do. yeah I'm curious now. I'm just so gonna and this was him. wine, was it? A Jeroboam of wine I think or, you can have or any, ge- alcohol. any alcohol. I think it's it reads like it's champagne or wine. Interesting. Mm. Yes, I don't think... Maybe you could have a Jeroboam of vodka. Oh, my God, you'd be Ooh, on the floor. Tequila. Dead. I mean, you'd oh. be on the floor after a magnum of wine as well, so... Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we are. There nice job. Go. Thanks, Nick. Well done. Yeah, well done, Nick. Proving your Nick's value word already. Of the week. <laughs> Okay, so today's topic is, am I too old to start anew? Mm-hmm. We, I feel like 
we're going to be able to go in for this one because yeah. we're all very much like go-getters there's loads of stuff we want to do in life yeah feel like we all also are quite not sporadic with what we want to do but we always go off in tangents yeah. on like fun things to do in the future and like always brainstorming stuff so i also feel like we're getting to that point where we are actually old Oh no! Don't say that. No, but do you know what I mean? You are next month. I know. See, this is what I mean. Like we're going into a new decade. It is a new era for us. Do you know what I actually? I've been feeling that a lot recently. I've been really feeling like, right, what do I want out of the next few years of my life? Like I really need to like think about it. Not even think about it, but I don't know. Even like today, like like I said, I was doing the piano lesson, right? And I'm doing songs that. I I was like going through my Spotify being like, I want to learn how to play that. I want to learn how to play that. Watching this Elvis thing, I was just like, do you know what? I could I could do whatever I want. Yes. I could be a soul singer if I yes. wanted to. Yes. You know, Love I was getting this. all of the vibes. Yes. I was being like, I want to, if I want a career like Elvis, I could fucking have one. Yes, yeah, you can. A bit, bit much, you know. No, but get on your blue I was stations. really going for it. And I've been listening to this podcast recently. Um, Not podcast, sorry. It's an audiobook. Audio, uh, audiobook. Um, and it's called real artists don't starve and it's about this like fabrication of like artists whether they're whatever kind of creators they are this whole poverty like struck and like oh you're not a real artist unless you're poor and you live in the gutter and it's like yeah. anyway it just kind of combats all of those and there's been like some really great like even van gogh right he didn't he at 27 after being like a volunteer and a missionary and all of these things at 27 he taught himself to draw and then wow. after he wow. felt like he could draw, he taught himself to paint. And then he spent years making, according to the art critics, really shit art, mm. like for ages. And it's only his brother who was um, a art dealer that kind of became his patron and kind of started getting into the right circles. Yeah. And then and then he died at, what was it, 39, it was hours, 37, yeah. 39. He committed suicide, didn't he? And then it's only... I like, didn't know that. And go... Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he I'm the one right. who cut off his ear? I think, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right in saying that. Aren't I? I think he did. Yeah, yeah I am. I'm right in saying that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like wow. someone tried to say it again. Like it was like late bloomer. Yeah. Like and also like he didn't get recognition for his art. I could be really wrong. If there's any art for that, like people that work in art, they're probably going to slaughter me for that. But yeah, like he started at 27 and taught himself how to draw. Uh, like yeah, but there's loads of there's loads of people you think about it, like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, though he was like working in the industry, but there's loads of people that like start really late and change their careers and go. Yeah. Do you know what? Fuck it, I've been this for so many years. I want to be this now. Yeah, yeah. And they do it, and and it's a lot of work. And I know that your brain doesn't take on as much, or doesn't like soak up as much or as quickly as it does when it's young. Hence the reason that people are like oh start young. But, like, I know loads of people, even people I went drama school with, yeah. like, fantastic actors that had completely different careers less than five years ago. And I've just been like, right, I'm dedicated, I'm going to do this. And I find it such an inspiration because yes. it's yeah, so it really easy is. to be like, oh, I'm getting past that point now. Yeah. It's going to be too much hard work. It's not comfortable. It, it's not comfortable, you know. I'm going to be uncomfortable for a little while or my finances are going to be too low and, I'm, you know. Yeah. I think there's, yeah, there's easy so much Easy to make to excuses, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. It's easy it to stay comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then so, moan about being comfortable. Yeah, whilst not doing anything about it. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I've been feeling that need for change. So uh, we'll delve into that a little bit more. Uh, in a bit sure. but let's uh, let's go through a couple of the questions that we've had come in girls I'm having a midlife crisis 
I'm 34, have no children, and I'm feeling less and less fulfilled with where my life is at. I work for a law company and have been in my job for just over eight years. Recently, I've been feeling like I'm not in the right job and I'm trying to make a choice as to whether I retrain in another field or stick it out and honour the hard work I've put in so far. My family are certain it's a phase and that I should be grateful for the wonderful position I have now. But I just feel like there's got to be more to life than what I'm currently getting from it. What do I do? I mean, girls, I mean, not first of all, I hope you're not in a midlife crisis yeah. because I hope you go beyond 68. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quick math. Yeah. You know me. Um, but I actually think, do you know what? It's hard, isn't it? Because like you, she says she's been there for, for eight years, yeah? Eight years, feeling like you're not in the right job. And, oh, do you know what's hard as well is when your family are just like... Oh, you know, it, it's, you know, everyone goes through this and you're like, oh, but you're not comprehending. Yeah. Like, I feel really frustrated and, and stuck sort of thing. Um, it's hard because if you've worked hard to get to a certain... Do you know what, though? It's one of those things, isn't it? I think even if you was to turn around to your boss, could you, like, could you take a sabbatical? Like, can yeah. you take things like that at that age? I don't even I think know. It, I think you probably can. It depends on the company, but I think... For me, 90% of the problem is if I don't want to be there, taking a sabbatical is not going to make it better. Like, you know, like when you go in and you say, oh, can I have a pay rise? And then you get the pay rise and then you think, oh, I still hate the job. Like, I think you're definitely not too old to completely change what you're doing. And if you've been in a role or in a company for eight years you pretty much know it inside out. You've probably yeah, got true. a great network, but the challenge is not there anymore. The mm. fun's not there. The You can probably walk in and do it with your eyes closed. And if you can't, no wonder you're feeling like there's more to life. Mm. Yeah, There mm. is more to life. Like you can't walk in and be bored by your job. You spend 90% of your time yeah. there. Like mm. you need to find a way to mix it up. So you've said about retraining yeah, go for it. What have you got to lose? Mm, yeah. And also, there's night courses you can go to. There's open universities that you can go to. Yeah. There's apprentices. Uh, uh, there's apprenticeships that you can join. Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. you'll probably take a pay cut. But if you're truly happy in what you do, surely it's got to be worth it. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah, she's unhappy. Like also, yeah, like Sue said, there's loads of things that you could do that will actually test out. Um, maybe you're uncertain of what you want to do so then the answer is figure out what you like yeah like how do you how do you distill distill what you like down to like a couple of things that you'd be like mm, I could give that a go I could give that a go I guess what you need to do is like think right okay financially what do I need coming in to be able to support myself and keep the roof over my head and food in my stomach and that I think is what limits a lot of people from yeah. making choices that they would like to have made or like to make still. Um, so I guess if you've got like a support system around, like a good network of people around you that you know, if if you know, shit it's the fan if you make the wrong choice. Also, like maybe maybe put some savings aside just to make sure. Like finances are such a thing for me because I feel like there's a lot of choices that I would have made in life had I not been held back by finance. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, with with financial freedom comes with lots of opportunity oh, because you're not sure. you're not restricted and that's just not the, been the case necessarily for me and for like all of us. Um, so I think just having a little bit of a, a backup for yeah. yourself there, like a little bit of like. But then, and then that's that's 
that's dependent on whether you make the choice to actually go, right, I'm going to quit all of it and start anew. So I guess maybe start small. Maybe start with some small changes for yourself. Like maybe join some clubs like the, you know, or clubs, that sounds really weird. Like fucking join the scouts. Um, (laughs) Join the brownies. Join the brownies. But maybe try out some of the hobbies, things that you like. Like whether that's a sport that you like, whether that is like a a career that you could maybe do some evening classes, whether that's a course that you could do part-time or a hobby that you can pick up over a weekend and start testing out things that you think, actually, this is a field I would like to go into. Try it out, see if you enjoy them, dabble around, still have your job on the side and, and maybe that might bring you a little bit more happiness that, you know, you might go, actually, do you know what? It's just, I'm just a little bit bored and stuck in life. It's not necessarily the job. It's just life in general is not feeling very exciting. Or if it is the job and you're like, right, get me out of this fucking hellhole, then do it. You've got no responsibility as well. You've said you've got no children. I don't know if you've got a house or not, but if you've got no children, no one's dependent on you, Mm -hmm. like in terms of kids. If you're in a relationship, hopefully that person would support you. Now is the best time to go out and do whatever you want and yeah. explore different things. What yeah. is the worst that yeah. could happen? Mm-hmm. I'd also say, like, I'm sure your family are lovely, but please get out of that mindset that you should be grateful to be in the wonderful position that you're in. If you're not happy, you're not in a wonderful position. Yeah. If you're not feeling fulfilled, you're not in a wonderful position. Mm. And also, you shouldn't feel grateful. Sorry, I'm being... I'm, I feel it. like I'm being a bitch today, but no, go I've got to say it, like... You've been there for eight years and you've worked really hard. You're not, you shouldn't be grateful and you're not lucky. Mm. You've worked to get there. Like, we have to get out of this mindset of, like, look, I'm a big believer in gratitude. I'm a big believer in all that stuff for the things that you should be grateful for. But if you've worked your ass off to get Mm -hmm. in that job, that's not something to be grateful for. You've done it all yourself. So take, don't, I think sometimes, like, family is wonderful and and great, but sometimes if other people haven't had the balls to leave and do their own thing if they've wanted to, sometimes they can project that onto onto you. you. And I I just think, like, hopefully they're supportive if you need them for anything else, but don't get that out of your head. Like, what, at the end of the day, they're not the ones living the life feeling unfulfilled. They're not the ones that has to go to work today thinking, I don't want to be here, I don't want to do this. And, you know, we're not, like Jade said, like, it does come down to the financial thing at the end of the day. Like, Mm. we can't sit here and be like, as much as I'd love to be like, fuck it, quit your job, go do Mm. this. You know, people aren't all, and actually in this, like, in the cost of living crisis that we're in, more and more people are not going to be that able to do that. But, like you said, do the evening classes. Like, go do, like, I want to say work experience, but I don't know that that's the right thing, but go and explore and do a little bit of everything. Talk to your friends. What do they do as a job? Mm -hmm. Do you think you'd like that? Give, like, loads of little things a go because I think absolutely yes to retraining, but there's probably no point unless you've actually got a passion for it because otherwise you could be in this position down the road as well so be like targeted it with it but absolutely don't just sit in the same place um being unhappy as you are yeah for sure and also with this current like market the way that the world is at the minute especially like london i don't know where you're from if you're from london or somewhere else but because of the pandemic and the way that the world is now there is loads of jobs Jobs that have open like 
oh, like people are looking for staff left, right, and centre. And probably now's yeah. the best time to actually go somewhere and say, listen, I'd love to work here and these are the skills that I bring to it and this is what I would like to learn from it and I'm really eager however this is kind of where it needs to start at for a wage for me yeah you, you can have that you yeah. can have that authority now I think a little bit obviously within reason of the company and <laughs> other people but um no fuck it fuck it if I've been taught something this year it's that there is always more money like there is yeah. always more space to ask for more money so if it is just a financial thing being like oh I really want to try a job in this but I don't have experience and I have to start at the bottom of the pecking order but I can't do that because of finances and be like fine what what skills do you bring that mean you don't start at the bottom you start right in the fucking middle yeah um, that's a bit random I know but um <laughs> excuse me I've got no experience I want to be paid the same as you <laughs> never gonna happen see a wage please yeah. thank you very much nah yeah but try try some fucking things put like what did you enjoy yeah. in school what makes you happy in your day to day life what music do you enjoy what films yeah. do you like to watch are you creative are you logical like have a look get to know yourself a little bit go and take yourself out on some artist dates I do that on my own an artist date one, oh, I try once a week, but it's more like once every other week. Book yourself some tickets to go see something, whether or take yourself to a fucking arts and crafts shop, or take yourself to yeah. a bookshop, or just do something that you're gonna like. Have time to yourself and speak to your little inner person, and just be like, oh, what do you want to do mm-hmm. with your life? I think as well though, there is so much life out there to be lived. Don't yeah. be unfulfilled. Something yeah. is wrong somewhere. And it just needs tweaking, and you need a little spark again. So yeah. even as daunting as it is, life is too just, short. Yeah, make it's sure it's fun. Girls, I'm feeling so condescending saying all of this because I'm actually probably not taking some leaps of faith that I need to do. Oh, it's back to back, back to, to the first step of the beginning. We've gone back to the beginning. Full oh. circle. I feel like there's a few leap of faiths that I need to make, but I'm coming from an illogical perspective at the minute. So I'll probably like just rein it in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck. Let us know if you do, you know, what changes you do make. Yeah. And if you do make or any at all, or if you change your mind, uh, we love to hear that. We're going to revisit. Also, this email was from a couple of weeks ago, so I wonder if you've even, like, done anything yet. Ooh, oh, that would be so exciting if, if, as we're talking, you've actually, like, made, made change. changes and yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Love that. Okay, next up, we have, hi, ladies. I've wanted to write in for ages. All my life, I've done what was expected of me. I own a house, settled down young and pursued a successful career. Post-pandemic, I've realised that none of those things were for me and that I've been making choices based off of other people's expectations. I'm in my mid-30s and I'm aware of my biological clock ticking. My partner's made it clear that he is ready for children and to finally start a family, but I have this overwhelming sense that I want to travel and see more of the world before moving to that stage of my life. It's difficult because nature is not on my side, but I don't want to live with regrets. How do I choose between the two? Oh, that's really difficult because actually, I fucking hate it. But like, there is a there is a little part of me as well that's a little bit like, oh, when do I need to start thinking about it? I don't know if we're because we're all coming up to thirty, right? We're all having that little bit of like, dread. What do we do? Oh, do we need to change? Um, When are we gonna have kids? Are we gonna have kids? Will we make that choice? When do we need to make it by? And it's just. It's just a lot, isn't it? When we have a lot on our heads in order to make some really big choices. And I think society obviously makes us feel like we need to make those choices earlier than we actually need to make them. Luckily, science and medicine, in some circumstances, is advancing. Um, So women can have children later and later in life now, and it's not frowned upon as much, but it's 
one of those things that it's like everybody's different but it's still i think as well a massive part of this is that it's still very much down to the woman with, yeah. with the childbearing that like it's your career that you have to take a break from at least to have the child i know that you can do shared paternity but if you look at the levels it is still predominantly women yeah. and it is a huge impact to your life now you obviously want to have children but you feel like there's other areas that you want to explore before you take that step and I don't think it's necessarily a question of picking between the two of them I, I guess unless the the boyfriend is giving her an ultimatum yeah and say he doesn't want to go traveling yeah does she go on her own that's the thing isn't it and then it's like if she wants to go traveling and or like you know tick some things off of a bucket list yeah. that she potentially has in her in her subconscious like I I actually think the worst thing you could do is not do the thing that you said that you wanted to do. But to play devil's advocate, if she takes a year off to go travelling, unless she gets a sabbatical from her company, she'd have to quit her job. And then to get maternity pay, you have to be at companies for a certain mm. amount of time. Oh. So you, we're now looking at, say, yeah. say you take a year off work, you've then got to be working for a company for a year before you can get maternity yeah. pay. Okay, so could she not just take some time off? I mean, what's your holiday in a year? It's like 24 days, isn't it? It's not even that much. It's about a month, yeah. Is that it? So, oh, I don't know. I think you can get more, but I think the average is around a month. Well, she says, right, okay, did she say that she's been working? She's had a successful career, which means that she potentially has got a really decent, like, job or, like, decent employees, employers, sorry. Um, oh, I don't know, man. I just, I, I hate the thought of, like, you know, waking up one day with a child that you love and adore but that has taken away some freedoms and some, yeah. uh, some time from you that you would have really have liked to spend doing what you want to do. Like you say, exploring, seeing the world, travelling, you know, having some time before you make that change in Are life. we thinking of this, though? Like, when I think of travelling, I think of a long period of time away from home, living out of a rucksack, very much like gap year yeah. travel. You're your mid-30s. Are you going to want to be doing hostel life and that sort of stuff? Could you do just long extended holidays? That's what I'm saying. Could yeah. you not take, yeah. like... Maybe that's what you're... I mean, if that is what you're after, I, I actually think that's a really reasonable thing to pose to your partner and just be like, I would like to have children but I don't want them before I've been and seen a few countries could we yeah. maybe or like been been done a few things or you know yeah. you know yeah. could we could we spend t- some time booking some really fantastic things yeah feel like we are connected and that we've like had the best single life together yeah yeah and then we make a real plan so that this child hopefully that you're able to have uh is brought into a relationship that has like done those things that I don't know you just do yeah. what you want to do man I think I'm not trying like, but the thing is also like there is opportunity to do that once the child comes along like how many yeah. people I know that have had children and then gone travelling with the baby yeah like, whilst yeah. they're on their maternity leave yeah, because yeah. they can that, you know I, what I would do yeah. I think that's an, actually I knew um, I went on a trip ages ago and the dad actually came on they were travel mad dad and travel mad mum and the mum was eight months pregnant actually it was to Disney and um and he came on the trip and then but basically they got a massive following because they took their three-month-old daughter i think it was 
um, like backpacking around the world and people was like how the fuck did you backpack with a newborn but they were like they're so chilled they're so laid back you've and got was to like, be no, a certain like, type of we found somewhere that could heat up a bottle and we found this like it was amazing but I, I think if I was you I would write my bucket list of places that I want to do as a when I say single I mean as a couple that do not have a child because yes. there's some places in the world that will be amazing to take a kid there's some places where you'll want to go on an adventure you'll want to be fucking like i was gonna say swinging from the rooftops i don't know what you're doing <laughs> but you know you want to be like diving off the cliff you don't want to have to like worry where the baby is but then there'll be somewhere you can have an absolutely amazing time exploring and doing that so maybe it is a situation look normally i'm like fuck it, go travelling, do that. But if it's, if you literally, I don't think it has to be that you have to choose between the two, unless you feel like it's like that. If it's a case of let's compromise, write the bucket list, where's all the places that you want to go to, see what you can make work within the next however long, and then put a plan into into place of like, when do I want to start for a family, with, when do I want to start a family? And see if you can like intertwine that the two, a little yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, you can go away and be trying for this baby. Yeah. You like can do a posh and bex and name your kid after the country it was conceived in. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Also, nine months is a very long time. Like even if you get pregnant, yes, it's not the same. You can't drink, you can't do a lot of things. But like... You can still go on holidays. Yeah. You can still go yeah. and explore yeah. and do a lot. Yeah, must echo that once you have a child, it is not the end of your yeah. like explorative you know life. I I think at the moment that's why I'm really not ready for a kid because in my head, and I think it's a good thing because I can only be surprised by it. In my head, I think you have the kid and life is so different, which I know it is. But in my head, life is like almost unbearably different like I know yeah. that you I'm sure you would love and adore this child but to me because my life is you know I work for myself my life is so free in that sense I can work from home I can go to a coffee shop when I want I can go and do this I can go and do that like I'm very like if someone messages me do you want to go here like do you want to go abroad next week I'm like yeah fuck it I'm in so I think because my life is like that it does, I, I'm kind of on the same wavelength yeah. of like that fear, which I think is a good thing because I think I'd rather be like that and then have a child hopefully one day and then be like, oh, do you know what? There is a lot more, like life isn't as like restricted as I thought it would be yeah. as opposed to being like, oh yeah, I'll be able to live my life and then being like, fuck. But I, I think your priority anything. changes, doesn't yeah, it? When you yeah, have a kid. yeah, yeah. Like you can afford to be selfish in a good way when you don't have a kid because you've mm. got no one else to be responsible for. Like yeah. you and your partner can have a discussion, but yeah. add a kid to the mix and the whole priority changes. I think there's also a whole different bucket list that you have that yeah. you create when you have your child. So yeah. like you have this this solo like on your own single whatever or with a partner, and then. Post baby, it's like what are the bucket list things I want to yeah. do with my child. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's stupid things like I'm going to take him to the farm or we're yeah. going to go to the yeah. like Peppa Pig world yeah. or something yeah. like that. This is I was thinking like we should do an episode about pregnancy, but really oddly, Tom was like, I was saying like, oh, I was just thinking about topics, and he was like pregnancy I don't know anything about it I think you should get a pregnant person on and talk about pregnant pregnancy person. I was like, that is not that. where I thought you'd go with that but I do I actually feel that. like we should get someone on I that's been that. through pregnancy that has a child or is pregnant yeah. at the moment and talk about all the things like all the I don't know I don't know this oh I my just god think I should get Sydney on because I feel like we would learn so yeah. much yeah. we wouldn't have a clue about would you know what this well. is it's funny because shout out to Sydney my oh little, I love Sydney my little Ollie 
He's, baby, baby has a name now. Baby, with, baby, baby had no name. name for about six weeks. Oh, uh, he baby was baby, baby. He was baby no name. Oh, um, little little Ollie. But um, so she was really brutal. She was just like, don't ever believe what they say. It's absolutely shit. <laughs> she no, way. she what, did pregnancy? not enjoy pregnancy. Oh. Well, she yeah, that, but done really really well with it. Had a really hard like hard labour and that. But obviously, like I think it's the same with anything. Like. I was amazed by her. I was like, oh my God, you know what you're doing? She's like, yeah, no, I'm winging it. It's fine. Like, it just yeah. comes to you. It's natural. Um, and even still, I'm just, like, I think, I think I'd think i be the same as well. I'd be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know. For me, no one knows what they're no doing. No one knows what they're doing. No matter how many books no, you read. No. And this lady's partner is obviously making it clear that he's ready for children. And if you don't have any children and he doesn't have any children, then it's something more to add to a to a pot of like oh, pressure yeah pressure cookers yeah, you know what i mean yeah. when somebody else is saying to you i want to have children now and you're like i i don't like yeah. that's 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 big isn't it? Yeah. it is but i think it's about how you communicate that as well yeah. i think if you've and i'm not saying that this person has but if you've gone along with this plan of like yeah we're gonna have kids soon or in the next mm. couple of years, and then all of a sudden you're backing thinking, out. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute, which I think is absolutely fine. Yeah. You've still got to communicate that to yeah. them and then work out what is your... What's the compromise? Yeah. What's the compromise, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they need to know, regardless yeah. if there's no compromise, if there's, yeah. Exactly, because you don't know, like, they could be saving for, like, the time that you're on maternity leave or something stupid like that. Yeah. And actually, that's not on your radar anymore. Like, you're wanting other things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I definitely wouldn't compromise one for the other. I mm. think whilst you're deciding about having a kid, go on these amazing holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Go and visit this bucket list that you've put together, like you yeah. said, Elle. Yeah. And you're not getting too old. A no. simple fact. No, you're not. Like, you know, you can... Uh, my Aunt Jan, she literally travels the world or, like, she goes anywhere. She's, like... She's... I don't know how old she's now, bloody hell, mid-70s, I think she's mid-70s. Oh my God. She might even be a little bit older than that, I can't remember now. Don't, I hope she's not listening and she's like, fuck off, I'm 71. <laughs> um, yeah, she's like mid to late 70s and she travels the world, she is like all around about London. I that ever leaves you. Yeah. No, I think, I think if it you've gives got... you like a first for life, yeah, like absolutely. A, of experiences. Like... Sorry, but I, I'll just, the thought... The thought of doing the same thing day in, day out, for no. me, is probably one of the hardest things because I'm such yeah. a, like my week, same, like you, Ellie, I work for myself, um, like I'm a freelancer and, and and I work in a creative industry where every week it's very different and my two weeks are never the same and I like it that way yeah. Yeah. and I get so, ugh. I don't even know what the word is. It's just that, isn't it? Go, <laughs> uh, the thought, like I've been in, I've been in jobs where I've done like I've done a stay agency for a little while because I wanted yeah, to get some I money. In. I've worked for which magazine? Like I've done those kind of like those nine to fivey jobs, and they were hellish for me. Yeah. They were absolutely hellish for me, and just like I did not enjoy them at all. And then I, um, you know, we've been through this story, but going to drama school and stuff like that, and then really being able to kind of move with the motion of it but yeah what, what, what I'm trying to get to is are there are there how how are you girls feeling like I guess approaching 30 is there anything that you 
any skill that you've wanted to take up or anything that you've wanted to do that you're like, fuck, am I ever going to do that? Am I ever going to be able to do that? Or actually you're like, do you know what? I've done a few things. I've tried a few things out and I'm pretty content with where I'm at. Yeah, I think for me, it isn't necessarily like a skill or a job or anything, but obviously like I do have an amazing job. Like for anyone that is new here, I still can't take myself seriously technically an influencer but I hate that word travel blogger fashion blogger all those things like it is a dream job it's amazing but I've done it for years so like to me it is not exciting anymore yes there's great opportunities and also my life has changed so much in the last like year and a half couple of years that I, that's not what I feel passionately about now and it like and it would be so boring in comparison to like everyone else when my job is like literally traveling the world. But what I feel passionately about now is all of the social causes that I'm learning about and that I wanna make a difference to. So like all I am thinking about right now is like, obviously with like medical conditions and different things like that is how I can make a change. Like Last week I had a horrendous few days and what's come from that luckily is like this renewed, energy and determination to make a difference yep. so it's not like a, a skill or a job or anything mm. like that but my job is great in the sense that it's really bloody busy yeah but it's also quite flexible so now like i've spent an hour looking into different things today like you know medical biases and and women's health and different stuff like that and it's like i know now that that is what i want to do more of especially on my platform as well because it's like at the end of the day, it is a platform and you talk about whatever you want to talk about. And I'm a bit bored of like, yeah, I can make people laugh every now and then. And yeah, I can wear a nice outfit. But like, am I making a difference? No. So that's where now I feel this like big change coming in the sense of, because I was always scared to talk about anything like that. I didn't want the criticism that comes with it. I didn't want like, it's, it's a lot to talk about things that you can get wrong. And now I'm like, I don't care if I get things wrong or I don't care if people are offended by it. Like if it's going to help the majority, then that's what I'm going to do. Mm. So yeah, like even though it's not a new job, it's like it's definitely a path where I'm like, I can earn the same money, I can do my job, but I can put more time into you know, yeah, I can making sacrifice a one thing and I can yeah. put more time into that. You know what, I'm getting like, honestly, I think El this film Elvis has changed my life. Oh, Jane, <laughs> no, I, I do. I, I actually get, no, I get like this whenever I see a bit of storytelling on theatre, in the theatre, like on a stage or on a on a screen, I really end up getting this. Like, I think a lot of people do, whether you're in this, my industry or not, you you get completely engulfed by it, this unreal storytelling and the impact that it has on you and the way that it makes you feel and you go, wow. Yeah. Like, I want to... Like, for me, I want to be able to do that. I yeah. want to be able to tell a story the way that you... I want to portray a character. I want to... You know, so, I, yeah, I feel like there's a few changes that I would like to make in regards to my career and the things that I would like to work on and I'm finding that more and more in the sense of I'm... You know, I've always been proactive, but... Now I'm getting to a stage now I'm like, I don't give a fuck for waiting for the jobs. I'm not waiting for an agent to call me. I'm not waiting for a casting director to summons me in. I'm going to make the work that I care about. Yeah. I'm going to write the stories that matter to me. I'm going to go out and speak to people and, and you know, like, we're in such a bit of a shit show, really, when it comes to, like, the world at the minute, especially London and price of living and all of that shit. And, and I feel like we're really living through quite a mad time and I love people and I'm such an empath and I love people watching and I'm like, there are so many stories literally about us at all times. And if I could use storytelling, whether again, that's on stage or on screen 
to make people stop and think and talk and support and and discuss and argue and change like my means of your means of change are always using your platform and finding ways because you're so good with your words and and the way that you you know you are you know you really articulate yourself for me not so much but I do like writing and I do like performing and I think my storytelling comes in that sense yeah. not, not storytelling my change or the the stuff that I want you know the small impact that you yeah. want to make for for people on people mine comes in that for art form so yeah. I feel like I'm yeah, on a similar yeah. cusp of like what, what matters to me what matters to me and how am I going to use that in the the form that I've created for myself for me it's acting it's performing yeah, yeah. there you go Love fucking hell my drop Jesus <laughs> God, let's we'll get right way around it there yeah, it used to have made me feel like I've not analysed turning 30 enough. And it's probably not a good thing. At all. I mean... If anything, <laughs> you've, made, you've made the choices, hon. You've booked the flight. Oh, oh you're yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've booked the flight. I am going. I'll, I'll be off um, at Christmas. But again, like, I think me turning 30, and I think it's just generally getting older, is that I know what I want to do. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. And... I will do it in a certain way that suits me. Not that I will be selfish, not that I won't take anyone else into consideration, but I'm quite happy to say no now. Yeah. Like, no, that's not not something that I really want to be doing, so I'm not going to do it. Whereas before, I'd be like, oh, God, yeah, like, I should do it. I guess I should. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, you two are changing the world. I'll be here supporting you and saying... No. I'm literally changing the world with all but 20 quid in my pocket. So, like... (laughs) Let's bear in mind, I've got all of these really big fucking dreams and big plans, and then I'm like, ah, shit, gonna need some money for that. I think what we're trying to get to is basically saying, you are never too old to make a choice for yourself that is gonna benefit you yeah, and nobody yeah. else. Whether you think it's selfish or maybe not sensible, sometimes you do have to throw caution to the wind. Sometimes yeah. you do have to just plan it a little bit more and be more strategic, but... Do not let age get in the way. You're not too old. You're, you're never too bloody old. No, you're Says never the girl panicking to turning 30. But um, you're never too old. Like, honestly, don't live with regret. I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, you, yeah, one of the biggest failures that you can do. Disjustices, maybe, not failures. Disjustice for yourself. So, make the choice. Have fun with it. Panic a little bit. Take yourself out of your comfort anyway. zone. Go with it anyway. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's that time <laughs> of the week. Honestly, I'd convince myself it weren't my go. I don't I know am how I'd so done that. so happy it's not me. <sighs> oh, you've been doing quite well with these. I had a little winning streak, didn't I? You really and then did. I just flopped massively. Like a big old flaccid penis. <laughs> well, no. I I say that maybe we go to like t- twenty points, right? And we might change up the game a little bit. Oh, I'm okay. Working on a new segment, girls. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a new segment. Okay. Okay. Great. So uh, we might, it. you know, just like just like SMTV. Sometimes they came and went with their games. Just like this morning. It might make a resurgence at some point. Resurgence yeah, is the word, Elle. Yeah. But we um, we have a new segment on its way. Yeah, Don't worry. To be I'm honest, we're always plotting and planning, and we have lots of fun things coming your way. And some fun guests. Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait for the guests. Yes. yes. Right, right, ladies, are you ready? 
Yes. As I'll ever be. So, you know the rules. I'm going to play it for five seconds. First one to put their hand up gets to answer. I must have the name of the song and of the artist. Ready? Yes. yes. That don't impress me much. Shania Twain. Yes! She yes! did. She got it. You absolutely <gasps> smashed that. What a song. Thank you, Harry Styles, because you brought Shania Twain back into my mind when you brought her on at Coachella. Oh, I saw. Did you yeah. see that? You brought her on at Coachella. Wow. It was divine. Thank you, Shania. Thank uh, you. Wow. Chuffed. Absolutely you chuffed. You smashed that. <laughs> well done, hon. You were quick. You, you were quick. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, which is longstoryshortpod, to see what we've been up to. And we will be back next Tuesday with more laughs and discussion for you. And head over to our TikTok, Long Story Short Pod, to see what we've been up to. We'll be back next Tuesday, and don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs>